unfortunately, there are a lot of men that either don't fully understand what submission is, how to execute it, but then you also have men who are in bad faith have a secret agenda. And I think what has happened with women is they see those examples and they have reduced submission to the worst case scenario. This is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Tipping Point Podcast. Peace and blessings, everyone. We want to welcome you to the latest and greatest episode. Shout out to all of our listeners, new and old. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Everyone is here. Gatry, how are you, my good friend? I am relaxed. Are you? Yeah, man. Why are you relaxed? Because Orange Chair Talk has been quite rewarding. So you're going to keep going with that? Of huh? course. What else is there? Oh, Orange Chair Talk. Dude. Okay, so are, did you want to introduce this? Um, or, no, you got it. I refined dig. So if you're listening to us, you can't really see me. So check out our YouTube so you can see what I'm talking about. But there's no white table here. I feel like I've been unleashed. We've been chopping it up for 30 minutes and... This may be the most relaxed I've been in your life. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That, was, tipping, that was rude. In tipping point history. Okay. So uh, shout out to this guy over here picking out these uh, very comfy chairs. Very stylish. So I, I sent in a group text. Hey, what do you guys think about these chairs? I never got an answer from Gatry. All I got was the confirmation receipt that they had been purchased. And I'm like, bro, bro, I was ready to move. I need what you want me to say, Walker. What did you think about him? Okay, so you still can't give an answer. Well, some things don't need to be said. I mean, clearly you bought the chairs. Do you want to know what my thought process was? What was it? If Walker thinks these are great, let's just order them and keep it moving. Let's get the next thing. You didn't care about the color, though? No, these could have been fluorescent yellow. They would have been dope. That's how much faith I have in your aesthetic direction. But I picked the color. Did you? Actually, he actually he actually responded to my question and said he liked orange. I, I just val I valued your opinion. Oh. So, but I got your answer clearly because you bought them. By so. form of confirmation. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I, like I can't say anything bad about these chairs. Like for real. Okay. They are comfortable, and I love it here now, Gatry. <laughs> Thank you. When we first got here, I hated. Everything about it, but yeah. we're this is becoming more of our place. You drops of paint, two chairs, yeah. and a rug. Now you and a rug. It. We got a coffee table over there in the corner. It's coming it's it's, com <clears throat> it's coming together. It's coming together. So I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the tipping point, the tipping point studios. What you, you got? You know bro? something I thought of. I I, I took some time to reflect in here because I do that, and I was just thinking about since just since we've been on camera. <laughs> Just how many different situations we've, we've had in terms of visuals. Oh, yeah. You know for what I'm sure, saying? For sure. And um, I don't know. We're relentless, Walker. No other way to be, Dude, man. They could put us in a landfill. We're going to make it do what it do. No, I probably wouldn't show up. I, <laughs> I think that's, that's the final straw for me. Okay. Noted. Okay. Um, but you good? Yeah, man. Um. Well, let's let's make our rounds first before I get into what happened this week that I've been itching to ask y'all about. All right, all right. Um, Black, how are you? 
Doing well. It was kind of. I a, hope we get to your your, your question. How how are you doing, Black? I'm good. It was kind of a world game. Busy games. week. Yeah, it was like it started off with uh on Sunday at Ultimate. I don't know if I told you that, but like during the summer league, they take submissions for like ideas for like our jerseys and discs. And I submitted mine, but they turned it down. But all the people that I showed it to, they loved it. What I didn't know is that once it was turned down, I was like, I was telling them, like, I'm just going to order, order it myself. I'm just going to just see uh, what kind of interest there was. So what I didn't know is that they started a secret group me, and they decided they were going to buy it and do it themselves and surprise me with it. Oh, wow. So they surprised me with two jerseys and a disc with my design on it. Oh, that's dope. Is that your design that we're looking at now? No, I'll show it to you later. Okay. Yeah. But then that, that happened on that Sunday. That design's pretty dope. I though. actually like it. Yeah. yeah, I like it too. Yeah. So that happened Sunday. Monday, group of us went to see Thor, Love and Thunder. How was that? Pass. Whoa. That's the first review I've heard on Thor. Yeah, I would pass on it. I, yeah. I would wait Disney to see Plus? it. Yes. And it belongs on Disney. Wow. Did you like uh, Thor Ragnarok? Ragnarok? What uh, did you like about it? I don't. The humor of it was pretty good. Well, bingo. What they did on this, they leaned heavily into that. Oh, so they took what people oh, liked okay. about it. They took what it, people liked and, and they went over overkill. You'll gotcha. See. Gotcha. I'm like, what am I watching? This is supposed to be like, he's a god. Why he's like a, a, a silly character now? Gotcha. So they leaned heavily into that humor part. I heard the, the action sequences on Love and Thunder were supposed to be top notch. Okay. Back to you, Black. Wow. And then there's World Games this week. I've been to... TWG. Yeah. I've been to uh, uh, watch the USA play Canada in the uh, Ultimate Disc, and all indications are they're going to be in the medal rounds on Saturday, so I plan on going to see them play Saturday at John Carroll. Cool. All right. Are you done with him? Are you done, Black? I'm done. Walker, how are you, sir? I am better. You know, I was under the weather. Oh, yeah. You completely forgot. This is why we didn't record um, a I week ago. I not checked in on you or nothing, bro. You asked. You checked up on me one, one day. But that was supposed to be more than one. It's supposed to be at least three days. Oh, well, you know, life happens. But, no, I'm doing much better with that. And uh, I have some news to share with you guys. What? What is that? What are you looking at him for? It's a mystery to me too, man. Yeah, he don't know. Well, just tell <clears> us. Just telling you. Yeah. Somebody's anxious. I am. I'm about to be a father. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. About to be a father. Is that, is, you got it. All right. All right. Welcome to the club, sir. I am about to join the fraternity of fraternity of fathers. Um, okay. Yeah, we we as we're recording this week, wife turned twelve weeks pregnant. First try. So we're out of the first trimester. Ooh, Walker. It's on, it's on and popping. Um, now I was, you know, of course, a little bit of concern because celebrating my birthday. Um. I think around that weekend is when we got ill or COVID or whatever. So 
Yeah. So just being out, just trying to just trying to enjoy the birthday weekend. I get it, Walker. Yeah, so that's how it all happened. But my concern was mostly for her being pregnant or whatnot. Of course, I had a coworker just, you know, some people mean well, but give me the doomsday scenario of being pregnant with, you know, COVID or whatever. And I was like, thanks. That that Bro, helps. Oh, Caesar Walker the third. No, I'm, it's not gonna be another Caesar. It's not going to be another season. It ends Delonte with you. Walker? It, it ends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best you could come up with. That was what you, that's the first thing that came to your mind. <laughs> I thought it was going with like Augustus or something. <laughs> what was the name again? Delonte Walker. You heard it here first. Probably the not Delonte time. West. No, no better. <laughs> uh, a Wilder? Or? Delonte <laughs> Walker. Wow. Um, no, because you know, your wife doesn't hear this because she's never talking to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, my parents didn't want to name me Caesar, right? I'm named by my great grandmother, right? I'm named by my great grandmother. Wait, your dad's name's not Caesar, his name is Caesar. That's why I'm a junior, right? But they wanted to name me something else. And my and his grandmother, my great grandmother, wanted to name me Caesar, so that's how I got my name. So, why not? Because I can't, don't want I can't talk really. I, come on, where's a Ronnie in your in your lineage? Okay, continue all while. I don't okay. even know why I'm talking right now. Lionel, what am I doing here? <laughs> but no, um, we are expecting. I'm excited, man. You should be Walker. I'm very excited, Walker. About listen this. to me, man. I need you to listen to every syllable that comes out of my mouth. Listening loud and clear. You're going to be an outstanding father. I mean that. Thank you, man. I'm serious. Thank you. I mean that. I know. I know. I know you do. I, I mean, you you don't mince words. And I'll, I'll, you know, this has been, the reason why this is so special is I shared over a year ago that we were going to start trying on this podcast. I may have mentioned it very lightly, but we have been trying for over a year. Wow. So Walker. this has been a true test of our faith, you know, just to get to this point. And so... It's weird when it's weird when you have to kind of we got to a point where you have to kind of mentally check out. Not that, you know, you're in fear or anything, but it kind of helps your sets your mind at ease because every month comes and goes and it's and it's nothing. You're trying. So you have to kind of like, you know, Keep your faith going, stay positive, but you mentally, you're kind of somewhere else. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're pregnant, and it's a numbness feeling because you've been numb for, like, months, right? So the first month was, like, pure shock, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Like, I don't, what's happening? Right. Is this real? Or a cycle hasn't come. Okay, it must be real. And when we went to the doctor and I heard the heartbeat spiritual experience a spiritual experience bro so i'm excited man like i I really am and i think that's why i was low-key picking your brain over the past several weeks when we had malik on lewis on rashad on i'm picking the brains of fathers just because i knew at this point i just been hanging on to this secret and i just wanted to hear from you guys yeah. So, so how did the grandparents react? Oh, 
they're they loved it. like we couldn't surprise them because they've been they've been they've been waiting like oh yeah so there's no way you can really but we thought about creative ways but there was really no creative way really just a direct way just a direct <laughs> direct and then and then you know again because they're expecting it they're finishing your sentences and everything right they don't even they didn't let us get it out <laughs> um Dang, man. they did so, like where her parents so like real. you look different you you're not old folks you're like they look at me like you Mm-mm. oh really Mm-mm. okay not really none of that i got a funny story about that but i'm gonna tell it after you get done okay um if you have time but you're right one of the things you know i i, I gave lewis his flowers and I, I you know a lot of times i'm good about um giving gatry credit for being wrong or being whatever you know what I mean? I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> One of the things I was telling my wife this today about you is I love your enthusiasm for being a father at this stage of fatherhood for you. To have gone through the wars of being a father and learning and still have the excitement and the zeal and the passion that is something I covet and something I want. Wow. So again, I'm giving I'm showing I'm giving you love. Like I love your your passion and and I want that. Like I want to be because I think for a lot as as men, we're proud to be fathers. We are. But oftentimes because of our mentality and because of all the things that's on our mind, I don't know if it's just responsibility, we don't lead with that excitement. At times, we're usually very reserved in our passion about being a father, right? Yeah. <clears throat> to see you do both is something I think that is very admirable, Thank and that's you. something that I desire. So I thought about you, and I was like, I definitely wanted to share that with you. And of course, you, I'll man. be reaching out to you um, throughout this process. No, no, listen, you know it. Yeah. You know I'm gonna call you and be like, "Yo, bro, what is happening? Okay. What is what is <laughs> just, what is this? Just keep me, because you know, you know how long I like to talk." <laughs> Gatry, you got five minutes. Thank what you. is yes. you know what you need to do? You. Call him at seven fifty five. Yeah. That'll definitely be a On five Tuesday? minute combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, my guy Walker. Yeah, man. About to be a dad, a whole dad out here. Yeah. So Father's Day hit kind of differently. Yes. Yeah. Happy belated Father's Day because it counts, Walker. It does count. It counts. It does count. Wifey is in her feelings because she didn't know she was pregnant by the time it was Mother's Day. I don't know if she was pregnant, but we're we're ex- the baby is due in the end of January. So it'll be a January baby. Okay. Yeah. About two almost two weeks after uh the child's mom's birthday. Wow. You're having a boy. I'm not gonna do this. Listen, I'm believing for a boy too. I you're, want a boy as well. You're having one. like what do we? What do Thank we, you. We've wasted too much time. God bless you. God bless you, bro. I'm not biased at all, though. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, but no, thanks, man. I appreciate. I listen, appreciate. Man, listen, man. We're we're Leos. We're 82, 1982 Leos, right? I'm a Cancer, actually. You are. <laughs> yeah. Somebody don't know astrology. You were saying I don't know it either, but I just know my sign. Yeah, Leo, <laughs> I don't even believe in that garbage. I, don't I thought that was one thing we had. You're right, with. like you're right after it, like it changes over. Like you're early in the Leo season, though. So that's why it feels like we're together, but we're really not. 
We just born I in the same. This we share. We share the same. Years. That's hilarious. We share the same month, but it switches in July, and right after the cutover is when your birthday comes. You're still having a boy. I don't care. <laughs> you said all that to say he's well, having. A, I'm having. A yeah, boy. still. Yeah. Okay. Even if the astrology doesn't align, what, what are you looking at me like that for? I'm curious about your story about. So, so my wife. Uh, we before we even knew we were expecting my oldest. Um, we went to go see. Her parents. Okay. We didn't know. Dude, her grandfather, God rest his soul, he walks in just as we've got, uh, just as we finished eating dinner. He looks at my wife and says, you ain't funny, is you? <laughs> <laughs> Did she know what he meant? She didn't know what he meant. Okay. So Did you know? I didn't know. Oh, okay. And so, like, like he's, I know you he's, didn't know. he's up in age at this point. So, like, he says stuff. And so he just whatever's on. His yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, we it, that moment came and passed. And finally, when he left, my mother in law brought us both together. My wife and I said, you know what he means, right? And we were like, no, he he can tell that you're pregnant. Like when I tell you we didn't know. How far along was she at that point? Oh, Do you my know goodness. And I, and I don't I know. Like, but dude, we didn't. We were. <laughs> this is so cr- And you, you, you made me appreciate our our story of conception both of them mm. um but yeah like we were still like for real like we were we were in it but we we hadn't like really thought it out mm. so in our mind we were like yeah it's probably gonna take a while let's go we know we want to have one within this time frame so let's go ahead and start trying man she got a pregnancy test two weeks after that because she didn't feel right mm. wow so he knew her grandfather knew the whole time. So, like, when you said old folks know, dude, I believe that. If it, it if I hadn't had that experience, I would have told you you were crazy or have asked for more information. But I'm a firm believer that old people know. One of my homeboys, um, his wife, he says for the past 14 years, she would have a dream that she was pregnant. And every once she has a dream, someone close to her eventually reveals that they're pregnant this is crazy and she had a dream about a week or so ago and i told i told him last week no this week this week last week as you're hearing this for the first time but yeah that's wild yeah yeah so and and she she she's our age but she's an old soul so it's like she's you know what i'm saying oh man yeah so it's, it's 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 interesting how those things go for sure Jeez, bro, I'm so happy for y'all, man. We were we were surprised. Like we, we were still shocked even though we were planning. I hope my mom is listening to this because when y'all came over for dinner a while back, mm-hmm. my mom was like, Oh yeah, it's time for Caesar to have some kids. <laughs> my mom wants everybody to have kids. Okay, I was about so, to say, what, yeah, was, yeah, the, what I, was that? I don't think there was any distinct, okay. like, you know, <laughs> I was gonna ask, but she, yeah. She was in my ear about that, and I was like, Ma, he hadn't said anything. I was like, my guys don't talk like that. <laughs> we don't. We don't be like, hey, what do you, you know, we don't do all that stuff. No, we don't. When yeah. when it's time to know, we tell we tell the person. So yeah. Where you been? Uh, yeah, I just had a child. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. What's up? Yeah, okay. So we get for we getting together for the game next week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. That, I'm happy for y'all though. Like genuinely, man. Thank you so much. Seriously. Bro. I keep you posted on I mean Walker is in this joy. Let's go. It's- <laughs> It's real out you, bro. Yeah, it's real out you. Hey, hey, Gat. Yeah, I got kids. You got kids. Got kids. <laughs> you remember that? That, yeah. that was Gatry's saying. Oh my goodness. Well before he had kids. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like I got you kids. Remember that one? It's like, what are you talking about? Number one, your wife is pregnant. Number two, she's pregnant with one kid. <laughs> Number three, no, she's not even pregnant. <laughs> she wasn't even pregnant yet. You were saying it before y'all even conceived. Hey, you got to speak it into existence, and you did. <laughs> You 
absolutely did, sir. Hey, dude, <laughs> does the job know yet? Because you know the job, they like throwing the shower, buddy. Oh, yeah, they know now. Ooh, they the will j- hook you up. Hey, they the know job, The job through a shower for your boy. <laughs> they know. They know. And on, my, and on my floor, they turns up. Yes. Yes. Already know. <laughs> already dude, know. Y'all about to get. Yeah. You already know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So good times, man. Good times. Thank you, sir. Enough about me. Let's let's keep it moving Gosh, with you. This pivot is weird. No, no, no. We keeping it moving. Okay. Keep that energy so, up, buddy. Keep it, so, keep it okay. going. Okay, this is I want to hear some good stuff. Okay. What's going on? No, with you? It's just a question for y'all because I got in a sticky situation with another dude. Pause. Well, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so to YG's doing summer hoops. Y'all know I'm coaching for his summer team or whatever. Get to practice. Assistant coaches there. I, I hug folks like this is what I do even in even this post COVID era like I'm just I just got to have that now how do you hug so, full embrace I'm not putting, not with the hand in front of you I'm I'm burying you dude yeah that can that can be uncomfortable that's I a can, lot I, I, I can see I can but, see I can see where this story is going Go my ahead. assistant coach I've coached with for at least four years now so like I know and we're cool like he he's come to expect that from me there are certain parents that I hug I remember you bear hugged me when I saw you for a while I was like. I feel uncomfortable. Now I've known this you guy. Should. <laughs> I remember. I remember when you bear hugged me. I was like, I I wanted the dap the dap hug. No, no. I get excited, Walker. I'm a hug. I hug. Oh, we know. Okay. Anyway, so I hugged him like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Nothing out of character there, right? And so, um, as we were released from the hug, I pull him back in. Oh. <laughs> You didn't get enough? <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. You got to explain that. Okay. So. Did you make some noise the second time? Mm. <laughs> like, do it like you mean it. Say it with your chest. You know, you can feel, you can feel that. You can feel that, like, weird energy, like, you know, because he's trying to pull away, and I pulled it back in you know, for a split second. Bro, do you know how, okay, on a scale of one to ten, Ten being any hella creepy. What do you think that? What do you think that oh, was? Dude, at least a nineteen. Okay. <laughs> so you. So did you know as you were doing it, or yeah. like, like what possessed well, in, you? In the moment, I was like, "This, Ronnie, you probably should not do this." What possessed you? But my you? body moves faster than my mind sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you don't I'm have control over your body. No, no, no. So I'm getting to that point. So I pull him back. This in. all makes sense. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro. I was like, you smell good. What are you wearing? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. He's, well, <laughs> okay, y'all are answering my question. I think I got my answer already. <laughs> bro, bro, you don't even hit stop at this point. Just, just cut whatever's off. Don't pause nothing. Just cut it off. When you pulled him in a second time, did you take like a deep breath when he was close to you? I don't think I did. Did you? Okay. I don't remember taking a like, deep breath. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no. Because no, because yeah. what happened did was. Did you pull him in? Did you go, mm, you smell. I did. It was no, mm. It was no, mm. Okay. So let's, mm. let's cut the sauce out okay. of that. All right. Please. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It was I'm good, done. though. It was well played. <laughs> but no, but it, I think when I hugged hey, him. Hey, <laughs> damn. What you. I don't I know what this scent doing to me. I hugged when I hugged her the first time. I caught a whiff, and I want to make sure it was him because if it was, I was going to tell it ain't him, you. It's definitely not me. So what do you? I was mean? gonna, I was gonna a, I was gonna a, make sure he knew that I thought 
what I thought of his scent. And two, I was going to try to find out what it was because I wanted to get it. Okay, so fast forward, fast forward. We have practice, and and you know that moment was was awkward for him. Like we could that that was obvious. (laughs) And (laughs) even even throughout the hour and a half of practice, he was he was kind of like keeping his distance. Yeah, yeah. So. We're walking out to practice. You don't know what the heck it just happened. There. Yeah, he, he just, just got confused. me too, man. He don't even know what happened in practice. He he comes up to me after practice. He did get me too. He comes to me after practice and he says, "Ronnie, man, you don't." He you got men too. <laughs> he said, "You don't ask a man that. Like that makes me uncomfortable." And so I was like, "Okay, number one, I apologize for making you uncomfortable. Let me do that. That was not you my." You don't intent. ask a man what exactly? I'm curious. That you, well, you no no. I said it wrong. You said you don't tell a man that. You don't tell a man that he smells good. A man, a man is not supposed to tell another man that he smells good. This is what my assistant coach told me. Two heterosexual men. Two heterosexual men. That right? makes sense because most men wear their scent for women. Okay. Okay. That's fair, Black. That's fair. Is it also... Okay, so y'all answered my first question indirectly. What was the first question? Is it wrong to tell another heterosexual... Two heterosexual men for one of the two to comment on a pleasant smell of another man. Yes. Now, okay. Now, what I would say in, in, as a, in response to that is there's a way to do something. There's always a better way to do something. Okay. Bro, I like that scent. Where is it so I can get so I can try that? The, it's a it's another road. But you still get to the same place. And I'm not all of in, in his space either as I'm asking him. Because you yeah. was in his space, right? You had already violated him. Maybe. The violation happened on the second go round. Okay. Did you pull him in to smell him? <laughs> yes. I pulled him in to confirm what I've been smelling, what I smelled on the first hug. Remember? He doesn't normally smell like that. That's when he said, mm. Hey, did you tell him, hey, come here. Mm. <laughs> mm. Dang. For those listening <laughs> and the concerned, <laughs> I'm a straight male and very secure. Obviously. That's why you did yeah. it, right? Well, yeah, but like he when we were talking afterwards, he was like, he was like, Damn. no, man, like for real. Damn, like you don't here. you don't do that. Come here, let me. And I was like, I was like, all right, man, my bad. I was like, but y'all good? Are y'all good? We're good. Like okay. he had to he had to clear the air. And it was awkward during practice, so I guess. Because he was yelling across the court at you the whole time. Maybe. He wasn't like, we never got close again during practice. You was yelling like, <laughs> yeah, like, you. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not, I'm not about to like, you know, I'm not about to violate you. Like, I just, I just commented on your smell. Or did I, I violate him? I did already? violate him. I think, I think, I think you're past that point. Okay. So, so man law, I learned two new man, y'all confirmed man law, two new man laws for me. No, no second hugs between straight men. What you can what and you, no comment, good comment on a smell well, that's appealing to your nostrils. I don't think you whoa, should whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think you should do a second hug with anyone that you're not related to by blood. A second hug that close after the first hug. That's gonna that's gonna make a woman anyone uncomfortable. I just don't see a scenario where that's acceptable unless y'all are related by blood. Yeah, like the first hug, okay. The second hug, is he copying a feel? Because you gotta remember, it was already a full embrace, so you 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 felt whatever it is you you were supposed to feel in that hug. Because you hug differently, you do bad hugs. Yeah, everyone else doesn't. 
Well, not not everyone doesn't. You when you bear hugging, you didn't pick him off off his feet, did you? No. Okay. You swing him around. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. No. I'm joking. <laughs> Huh. Okay. So I I wouldn't so, I wouldn't do that. And I would say, are you wearing some cologne? I would ask him, are you wearing some cologne? So I really violated. Yeah, you made him uncomfortable, but it's okay. You're learning, right? So and you apologize. So at and you almost apo- forty. Sin- I did apologize. Sincere, I owned it. You were sincere. Yes. You wasn't trying to do nothing. I own. No, he, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to. We get, get that. Dude. We get that. You, but but again, there's a way. Ask. You say. Hey, you, what you wearing? Are you wearing something? You wearing some cologne? Where'd you get that from? So, okay. So, that's y'all, it. Y'all, y'all heard of bond number nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a connoisseur. Okay. Do you know how I found out about bond number nine? You smelled to someone else after you from double hugged him? One of my him? closest homeboys, I called my brother. You double hugged him? Well, no. But I commented on his scent. What did you say? I said, bro, you smell good. Okay. Now this this is this is a dude I've known a long time. He didn't he didn't have that. Yes, he's but, a black guy. What? Uh, your assistant? Oh, assistant coach was a white guy. But but again, you gotta remember the context with your coach. You double hugged him. So all that it was that was a lot all in in like one moment. And so, there's a so, hierarchy in your so relationship. So men can hug. Men just cannot double hug is what it's, I'm hearing. It's weird. Like, okay. why I need to hug you twice? It's all like double dapping someone is kind of weird. Like, we just shook hands. Like, why am I shaking your hand again? Unless it's like you're you're like they They have like the lineup being announced for the NBA game. And you do your little stuff. Okay. Haven't you seen Blackish? That was a, that was a that was a funny scene on on because it was oh was a double hug the double hug and the oh. double dap no, I was a double dap he was like he was a bit of a double dapper but you know oh, okay. that was when they introduced okay. Charlie that was first season okay so lesson learned here for those listening and watching uh, I guess I will no longer be a double hugger and instead of saying that well, it smells appeasing to me I would just ask hey man what cologne are you wearing and then also it like the the second example you gave. Y'all had a different relationship than you have with your assistant coach. Right. That's why you probably didn't weird him out. And you know, the thing so is. So it's almost a I different just, situation. I, I, and this is, this is part of my like personality makeup. Like I just love, I give you a lot of love on the front end. There's no earned trust. You get everything from me. What I don't want you to be is in your head, bro. Like okay. I get it. Like you're a hugger. And I think anyone who knows you knows and understand that. But I, I just, I, I, I think pulling someone in as they're expecting you to release them, puts them in a very vulnerable and uncomfortable state. Okay. Just, just keep that in mind. Okay. 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 And then to top it off with, Mm. You smell good. I'm not throwing this You should. You should. They about to trash me out here on YouTube. You <laughs> Bro, you should have hit him with the D word. You should hit him with damn. <laughs> but no, like you. You know what I'm saying? So, like if well, I'm, it begs if I'm the question, what compliments can I give other men? Like, it's not a bad compliment in and of itself. It's just the context around so, it. So without the double hug, it's okay to say, bro, you smell good. You're treading, depending on the guy. Because, you know, we a lot of men, you you can't say half, hardly anything without yelling pause, right? So I just did it. It's a safe, 
it's a it's safe to say, "Hey, you wearing cologne?" To me, that's just a safe, easy lead-in question. Okay. If he says no, because imagine, imagine if he wasn't wearing cologne, and you pulled him in. I mean, he was. Then I have no context. Uh, I have no reason to pull him in again. I mean, well, is deodorant. Yeah, what if it was deodorant? Like, well, you, and, and what you wearing? That's why I say deodorant. That's why I say telling you smell good gives you the freedom to say, oh, it's my deodorant. Oh, it's my cologne. Oh, it's my car air freshener. He's already been violated. So he's he's like, what the but, heck just happened? Okay, so it confirms. Without the double hug, maybe, A, you smell good is okay. Hey, you smell nice. What are you wearing? You smell good. What are you wearing? I can do that. What is, what is that? Yeah. Okay. What's that scent? I just, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to normalize like men being okay to compliment other men. You can still compliment. And I, and I know there's a way to do it. I there's understand. There's a way. That. Like you smell like what the, are you The like, double hug, let's be real. The double hug was awkward. That I'll admit that, that. that was your I, that I was I can't run away from that. That was your context. Yeah. That like that okay. that's like that's very important because he was already probably uncomfortable before you even <laughs> said he he smelled good. It's like, "Oh, here come Gatry. It's a hug coming." Maybe, but I mean, <laughs> you gonna hug me like that's just what we do. If you uh, and I know boundaries. Like some people do don't you? want that. I do, okay. I do. Just, especially with especially with our joking. team. Like there are some parents that are not gonna allow me to hug them. I, I can, like you go into them. They like, yeah. I read that. I'm like, okay, not hugging her. High you five. Know? But yeah. <laughs> then there are some parents that Air that slap. are like, if I don't do it, they're like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Well, uh, I can see it's, that it's, happening it's, too. What do you mean? Like if you're used to like they used to you and how you express something's wrong. Yeah, yeah like oh, something's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this was good. Okay, I thought that'd be good. But I thought about y'all. On that you can't. On but I'm with you, Gatry. There is a space where you can compliment. I I just think if it's someone that you're not close to, um, if it's someone that you're not close to like that, I think it's always safe to say, "Hey, what are you wearing?" And that's that's got to be my thing because. In my mind, I feel like I'm close to everybody, unless we have a reason not to be close. And that's, that and that goes back to you, your ability to read people anyway, and determine how. Okay, um, um, as as we get, they get more comfortable around me. I don't have to think through as much or be in my head as much or right. whatnot. Because this guy almost five years, so yeah. But like yeah. I've hugged him during practice. I've hugged him like after games. Just, just for you, let's start with not double hugging. Let's just start there. And I think it won't it won't spiral out of control after that. Fair, okay. Thank yeah. you, thank you guys for entertaining this. By Y'all the way. just like this was great. If you I, if, I you, if you feel it coming on, just be like, hold your hands out like this first, and see how they react. If they come with their hands like this too, like oh, it's time to hug for new relationships. Yeah, okay. just be like, All right. I'm gonna, it's, it's gonna take eh? some work. Eh? <laughs> Is that just, I just I think about my lbs like I didn't. I, I different relationship, man. Different relationship. But even from the onset, okay, y'all went through a thing together, though. We did, but I'm talking about before that. It was still y'all hugs. were going through a thing together. You didn't tell them they smell good in the process, right? Did you double hugging? Like, again, you're trying true, to apply this true. to situations that no double hugs, no comments on smell. Okay, okay. So Give me your bros, dog. Say what? Give me your bros. I get it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. While I was out, you know, when you've been you when you're quarantined, right? <laughs> when you quarantine, you you have one option: sleep and sleep. And when you're not sleeping, catch up on shows. So there's a dating show we watched, or we watched that's on OWN, 
And so this dating show, you know, there's different exercises that they do. Weird dates that never really happen in real life. But one of the dates stemmed around um, the guys taking women on a date on the show. And they're supposed to meet, like, if it's someone that they have a connection with, they take them to meet their their homeboy. So imagine me take, like, if I was single and I'm taking this woman on a date, I'll grab you. Hey, you know, once she shows up, my homeboy's there. She's not supposed to know. Right. So it's like that type of thing. So it's not like she's in the frame of mind to prepare herself or whatever. And so they were talking, things were going good. And the, the female asked the guy, his friend, what is it that you think he needs from me or from a woman? And the guy was saying, yeah, he needs a woman who's, uh, you know, there for him, a woman who's submissive. And her countenance shifted right now he didn't really explain it in that in that conversation but what they showed on the show was of course you know the people are in a confessional and they're talking about the experience as it's happening as it as it's unfolding and so she was like time out hold up what are you talking about submissive and her whole thing is i'm not a submissive woman I'm an independent woman. I'm this, I'm that, da, 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 da. Right now I've sent you guys. I sent you guys some information from crew season, um, their show on YouTube, um, dope content show. They was talking about submission in particular interview, uh, with Jazzy. Um, I think she was on a podcast talking about submission and it, it, it made me think about, you know, their conversation, which they open up talking about why is that word so triggering? And it really is like, all you got to do is go to your timeline, either on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And if you just throw that word out, it's just, just watch the fireworks. So I just, I wanted to bring it to you guys and just as a lead in, why do you think that word is such a triggering word for women? Knee-jerk reaction, I mean, women, in my opinion, feel like when it's time to submit, that means to give give up of themselves and their their entire being to some man and mm-hmm. be be beneath <clears throat> and be voiceless. Yeah. That's just some knee-jerk, top-level reactions, in my opinion. Okay. And that, I'm, I'm assuming they view that as a negative obviously yeah and it it i think it plays hand in hand into this this modern age of woman that we've talked about often on the podcast and um (laughs) we've had the we've had the dichotomy between the traditional woman versus the current modern age woman and um i feel like yeah some some modern age women scoff at that because that is showing the way the women the the way the woman was before Mm -hmm. and not necessarily now who she's involved into. Yeah, because, I mean, women got bags now. You know, like, gotcha. women are bosses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, got any, you got any other thoughts nah, on it? Nah, you good? pass it to Black. Pass it to Black. Black, what's your, why do you think, why do you think, you know, there's some women who, who understand. It's not all women. But why do you think for the women, like the woman on the show I watched, 
why do some women at the very, at hearing that word shift their whole day or countenance? I don't know why, man. It's, I don't know where it got such a negative connotation from because mm-hmm. well, we're like one generation removed from it not even being an issue to now where it's like they challenge the word at every chance they get. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it seems like watching that clip that you shared, it's like they're willing to submit if that guy has a lot of money. They will mm-hmm. change that tune if the guy can like really take care of them, then they're willing to submit. So it's like they would do it conditionally, but at the, I guess it's the onset of a relationship. If say they're equally yoked, there would be no submission. If they're equally yoked, like if she's making X amount of dollars and he's making X amount of dollars, there probably won't be no submission. If, she, if he's on the same, if she's, if he's perceived to be on the same level as she is. Yes. There would probably be no submission. I've heard I've heard in response to that, I've heard that if a guy is on the same level as the woman, in her mind, she's still above him. I mean, it's kind of like was it was it Malik that gave us the whole Wendy's thing? Yeah. Which yeah. they they had they had a slight <clears throat> reference to that in the video clip. Mm-hmm. Right? Do y'all remember that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Wendy's in particular, yeah. but, you know, similar men, men, women dating up. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. traditionally, a man will marry a woman, and he would be on top, and she would be, like, below him, like, financially. Right. But nowadays, <clears throat> women are making just as money as men, and they still expect to find that man that's making more money than them. Right. And they, I think in that situation, that's when they're more willing to submit. But, like, if... Y'all coming in and y'all, if he's equal or less, probably would be in a submission. Mm. But that's where things get kind of tricky because, like, I don't think most men are looking for a partnership. They're looking for someone to be in charge and someone to follow. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of conflict comes now because, like, I, I can't speak for a lot of men, but I would think they're not looking for a equal partner right and i guess y'all can tell me because y'all are married like when y'all went into marriage were y'all thinking hey we're going to this 50 50 we're partners or i don't know because i'm not in that situation we didn't really have i think i'll be honest for me i was kind of we our value systems were very similar because of our environment um I'm Christian. She's Christian. So there were certain things in play that we were already kind of walking in. And I, I think when I look back on it in retrospect, I can put a name to what it was we were doing. But I think in the moment, I don't think I had the clarity of I knew that I was going to be, the, you know, be the leader of the home. She was she understood that it was a growing process because we were young. Right. But. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that there was an issue or, you know, or determining who was going to do what in that regard. Um, I think we were just kind of figuring some things out. But what about you, Gatry? Yeah, our, our situation uh, is unique. And in that when uh, when my wife and I got married, I 
Oh, you, you go through, you go through premarital counseling. They, you know, they read all the right verses. You study over them. But man, like that head of the household thing, like no one, would, no one was really involved with that. I wasn't, I wasn't there. It was just like, well, what's she gonna tell me? Like at this point, I got the bag. I have the house. I'm, I'm earning well for my, for my age at that time. Like there's a lot of success around me. My wife was still in school, mm-hmm. and so I'm just like. We don't even need to talk about submission because this is the way it's set up. Now, I will admit my viewpoint on that was wrong because I I, fo- I based that on what all I was bringing to the table at that point from a material standpoint. Right. And so what's interesting about our relationship is we witnessed a shift when my wife got into her profession and the bag shifted. Yeah. <laughs> so um, submission for us was was a slippery <laughs> slope and and just to be keeping it really honest at times it still is and um i say all that to say when we think about or excuse me i'm not gonna say everybody but i know at a point in my life i would tie submission strictly purely to financial success wasn't right i'm not proud of that but that's where i was i think a lot of people do that yeah oh yeah um, to, to answer the question, <clears throat> why is it viewed so negatively by, by, by many women? I think there's a lot of ignorance around the term submission. And anytime you have ignorance around something, you have potentially three outcomes. You have the misinformation or the misunderstanding around something which potentially leads to the misuse or the abuse of that thing, right? On the part of men and women, okay? And anytime you have the misuse, it leads to the third outcome, people can potentially get hurt. And the problem is is that we've seen men... You know, you, you have, I don't think submission in and of itself is a bad thing, but I think in some cases you have what I call bad actors. And I want to share this with you, Gatry. I want you to go back in time. I'm about to date the heck out of us real quick. Okay. okay. I don't know if you did this your senior year in high school, but there was a club our senior year in high school. It was in the Birmingham metro area. And it wasn't a black club. It was a white club. Senior Frogs. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. buddy. It, it was a white club, but on a particular night, Sunday night to be exact, they would play hip-hop music, right? So those of you listening, go along, especially if you're our age, you're going to love this. If you, can, if, you can, if you were in Birmingham during the, the year 2000, you can relate to this. And... It was like if you were in Jefferson County, it was Jefferson County school system's best kept secret because for weeks, like on Sunday night, we will be at this club getting our entire senior year in that club. Right. Yeah. And this was before the social media era. So it was a secret for a while. But as everything goes along, word begins to spread. People go back to school. People, you know, talking to other people. More people started getting wind of this club. And anytime more people start getting wind of a good thing, 
you're going to have more people come and you're also going to have the introduction of what I call bad actors. Bad actors are basically people whose intentions don't line up with the thing that's in question because the whole purpose of the event was for us to have a good time, you know, enjoy ourselves, go home. But now you got people showing up, they looking for people. They, they, you know what I mean? They're not there to have fun. And as a result, it started getting incredibly ratchet. Yes. It started like fights started breaking out and what was once an innocent event or, or, you know, club, the, the reputation began to shift and the reputation of that club began to take on the reputation of those bad actors. Right. Even though they were the minority. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm there. You there. We had to try to have a good time. We just trying to dance up on some, some white girls. Let's be real. And let's and enjoy. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. we were there to have a good time, but you have other people there. And now when people started mentioning senior frogs later down the road, it's like, I don't know about that. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't that senior frogs was a bad place. It was the bad actors. So my point is, is that unfortunately there are a lot of men that either don't fully understand what submission is, how to execute it. But then you also have men who are in bad faith, have a secret agenda. And I think what has happened with women is they see those examples and they have reduced submission to the worst case scenario. The extremes. You're submitting to a tyrant. <laughs> right. Right. Who's oppressive, abusive, selfish, mean, evil. That's the only type of man you would ever submit to. And I see this a lot, fellas, in, I'm going to be honest, some, not all, some women empowerment groups, right? Sections of women empowerment, I see this in some some spaces. And it, it's almost a kind of, you know, and the thing about that is that motivation, the thing about fear, because it's really fear-mongering at the end of the day, fear is a very, while it's a very effective motivator, it's a, also can be a very unhealthy motivator especially in the long term, right? Yeah. And what I'm hearing is that a lot of women, their attitude towards submission is fear-based. And why it's unhealthy is it creates this negative attitude towards men long-term. You have an issue with male male leadership. You have an issue with, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's a problem if you're trying to have a, a long-term relationship with a man. And I get it. I'm not against women empowerment. Not at all. My wife, my wife I hope to have a, a daughter someday. I want them to all feel empowered. The, the women I love, I want them to feel empowered. But I think this is where the whole thing about being independent comes from in certain spaces because... You don't want to be this powerless, weak woman who's under the thumb of some man, right? And so I think that <clears throat> we've seen how men 
can poorly execute submission and create a, a bad taste in a woman's mouth. But we've seen how a woman can use a personal experience, entertainment, and see the worst of it. And that's that's one experience. But it's disingenuous because there are other experiences where a, where a woman willingly submits and she's happy. She wouldn't have it any other way. The man loves her, respects her. She has a voice. She's a, she's also a leader in the household. And so I, I think when you talk about what's triggering, you have to consider that woman's experiences and what, what, what's feeding her value system and what she's learning from. But your thoughts on that? Oh, I can agree with a lot of that. Uh, yeah, it's, and I, I don't, I don't know where it started, but yeah, I think, especially when you're talking about like high achieving, high earning woman. Yeah. I can see, especially with your, your example, I can see how that can be triggering to some. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And if that's the only example you got, I understand why you wouldn't want to submit, right. but there are other examples out there. Right. Right. And I don't want, and that's where your bad faith arguments start to come uh, into play. Yeah. If yeah. I submit, I'll lose my voice. I'll lose my place. It'd be like the color purple. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like that, you know, good and well, every woman who has throughout history, who has chosen to submit to a man has not ended up barefoot, <laughs> pregnant and beaten. Right. 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 <laughs> Right. So yeah, I see. Hence the bad actors. Yeah, see what uh, I mean. And right. so, since we know that there are better examples of submission, what is your how how would you define submission, and what does it look like for you? Ooh, okay. Um, can I get there and start by what it doesn't look like? I want you to take your time and do what you got to do. <laughs> okay, cook. So um, we finna cook, Gatry. Okay, let's let's cook then. Um, I, as I said earlier, I don't think my initial thoughts of submission in a marriage were accurate because okay. they were tied to me being the breadwinner and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, I know I didn't have that example of what submission looked like. I didn't know it, it just not something we talked about. You know what I mean? So I was left to form my own opinion of what that was. And from time to time, lean on homeboys when we would in a rare occasion, we talk about it, right? Because right? it's so it's so easy for a man to read that scripture and just absorb it and be like, "Yeah, you got to do what I say," right? It's, <laughs> you, you, that, that's how I that's how I did it, right? Um, you know, one of the things they talked about in that clip that really resonated with me was that when it comes to a man displaying submission, it's about that man having a vision. It's about that man having a focus. It's about that man having a plan and yeah. believing so, so firmly in that plan that the woman really, I don't want to, well, I, I'm just going to say, y'all take it however you want to. The woman really has no choice but to bind to it and align with it. But what I realized was even in my courtship, even though things look good, like I, I think about it from my wife's uh, point of view, Oh yeah, here's an educated black dude. Uh, he's very corny. Uh, he gets on my nerves sometimes, but you know, hey, he's he's got a house. He's got a steady job. <clears throat> he doesn't seem like he's about any type of drama. He doesn't have any. I mean, like I, I'm checking right. a lot of boxes. Right. right. So the talk of the talk of like, well, what's your vision? What's your focus? May not need to happen because some of it's already some of it's already evident. 
and what you can see from there, right? So in thinking of my wife and I in our courtship, we didn't really talk about that much. Because it was more about your actions, not what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I mean, I, I met my wife in church. So, I mean, like, that's another big plus. I'm in, I'm in church, you know, three or four times a week at that point in my life. I'm very active. So, like, that's got to be another plus, right? Tell yeah. me this. You mentioned church. When I think about it, we were seeing submission in church with, like, the pastor, the pastor's wife, the deacons, the deaconesses, just people around the church. You saw, because I know, like, we had, like, Say we have like a function at the church and there they have food. Who gets served first? Pastor. And then the men and the women are serving them in the church. So we saw submission growing up. But we don't talk about it. Right. But you're right. I agree with you. I never I never thought about that. But it's something about explaining what we're seeing at the at the luncheon after church. But we lived it. True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so 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 going thank you for sharing that. Going back, going back to my false sense of submission, <laughs> uh, what, what I realized as our marriage matured was that, you know, now my wife is in and we're dealing with things now. And so I made it very easy for her to see that I didn't really have a vision. I didn't really have a plan. I didn't really have a focus. And if I did, they were very acute. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, <laughs> that that caused a level of turmoil and I can understand. And it's so, it's so crazy. Cause I've, this is a lesson I've learned obviously being married almost 13 years now, but I'm so thankful. I got the chance to relive it through the lens of what we saw in that video, yeah. because I could see a lot of the, a lot of the pitfalls, a lot, a lot of those I made, but I can understand some of my wife's actions because now here I am, we, we, we peeked under the hood of this marriage and this man is missing a lot of things that are key components of submission. Right. You know, is it, is it, pop? go ahead, Black. I'm just going to ask you this. Do you feel that you are a leader now? Yeah. Do you think she saw leadership in you at then? You took my question from me. Oh, okay. that's where you're going. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Ask In, I probably didn't ask the way you initially. No, initially. No, you, 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 you remember you, that point in the video where they're talking about uh, in terms of leadership and submission, a man's got to be able to admit when he's wrong. Yeah. I did not do that. Let me ask you this. Do you Y'all, think you were, don't act like you don't remember. I was very defensive. No, it's it's just, actions. it's so far from who you are now. That's why I'm like surprised. Right. Oh, just with us. Listen. So, <clears throat> so is it possible to be a good guy, but not a leader? Yes. And do you think a lot of us are just being good men? Yes but not picking up the leadership component. Correct. And, and, good, and I, good being a good man gets you married for the most part, but when it's time to do marriage, it's not enough to be a good man. Mm. It's not enough. Tell Is me that this. A bar? Tell me this, Gatry. Do you think That's good, you, had the, you think you had the tools to be a good leader? You just needed to develop them. You didn't think you even had the tools to be a leader? I know I didn't have the tools. Because I think a lot of people, I think men, men have like the innate like tools within them to be a leader. It just takes some time to develop that as a skill. And you know, and, and you may not, it may not be best to develop that skill while you're married, but that's that's how it is sometimes. Well, well, the the biggest the biggest knock I have on myself in terms of like um, leadership formation, you know, in a marriage was. And I'm going to say was because I'm being delivered from this. I was a people pleaser. And it's so was. weird. Well, I'm, I'm being delivered from this. I'm not anymore. 
Bro, I almost want to give you a bear hug for saying that. For owning it? A yeah, double hug? Almost, no. Oh, no, no, hey, that's still weird. works sometimes. That's still weird. <laughs> but <laughs> I say that in jest. It's just I'm, I can be hard headed. No. Time, so, yeah. A year ago, you was embracing being a people pleaser. Oh my goodness, man! So for you, for you to say, "Hey, I'm being delivered from that," that is major. Yeah, dude, that's I, a big deal. I shun that, man. I shun it. You say I'm no now. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you, thank you for it. No, thank you. <laughs> that's that is a step thank in the you. right direction. Thank Continue. You. Yeah. So, my I appreciate that for real. Um, that was one of my biggest knocks because you know, in my in my viewpoint, it was. I'm a people pleaser by nature. I don't want anybody around me to be, you know, you feel uncomfortable, feel like slighted. But now I got a wife now. So, like, that's going to be above anything. She's going to have to like everything I do. Yeah. She's going to be to be pleased with everything. And if there's ever friction, that hurts me. Happy wife. Happy life. That's a lie. But um, it was such an interesting situation because here I am saying that I want to please her with everything I have. But behind closed doors, we're having these disagreements and I'm being very defensive over things. Mm. You would think a natural people pleaser would just accept whatever, whatever the cause of the discourse was and say, oh, I'll fix it and make it better. No, not at that time in my life. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Well, she was I mean, wrong about everything. But I think I think there was a few things not to not to get off on a tangent, mm. but I think there was a few things working within you. You know, people people pleasing being one, but pride being another. And oh. sometimes those things can bump up against each other, and you flip in different situations. If yeah. that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, that's not, that's nothing that like I've dealt with that. Right. I've dealt with that just being in pride. Like if I thought something, if if she needed something done, and I thought it was stupid, it was not getting done. Right. Not at all. You probably had enough sense to not tell her it was stupid, though. I did have enough sense to do okay. that. Not your boy, but. But she, but, but even though I didn't say it to her face, she was still frustrated because I'm not doing it. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, was, I mean, it was still turmoil in the yeah. household. Household. It just, it just, I didn't throw a match on the gasoline like you did. Right. Right. You just smelt gas in the house. Right. So, yeah. you know, from, you know, did you have any more about your thoughts um, on submission? N- n- Were you nothing, still crafting Nothing that? different, but yeah, that, that's, that's the crux of it. Yeah. So... For for me, you know, I think about the word submission. The word sub is a prefix. It means to go under, be under, right? Do you have the definition of submission, um, Black, that you can look up? I know our our, our new producer, uh, uh, new producer has a with, has with a uh, lot of stuff with, over there with added toys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force. Or to the will or authority of another person. Number two is the action of presenting a proposal, application, or document for consideration or judgment. So the first the first definition on a scale of one to ten, ten being incredibly triggered, what would you give that definition? Oh goodness. In my own mind? Yeah. Nineteen again. <laughs> Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be extra. <laughs> don't be extra black. <laughs> But that that's triggering, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it it what it implies, it implies it, it 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 dictates that someone is superior and the other person is inferior, right? When I think of submission, the prefix sub means to go under. Mission is an objective or a goal. Mm. 
So when you're submitting, you're submit, you're coming under the vision and the mission I have for this family. Right. Right. And so to me, I think it's, it's simple for a, a wife to come under the goal, the mission of that husband. And that's where her term help meet or helper comes into play. She is helping that man achieve the vision for their marriage, their household. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. And everyone has a role now. And I hear, I think they even mentioned it on the clip. They talked about how women submit on their jobs all the time. Yes. Which I thought is a great example. Now let's take that example. Cause we're still forming the definition of submission. Let's take the, let's take the job analogy. How did that woman get the job? How did she even get to the point where she's submitting on the job? Yeah, the interview. Before you interview, you have to see what? The job description. I know uh, he was going to get that because uh, he looked, he probably looked at something today. <laughs> and he did. He's shaking his head. Yes. I knew you was going to. You never failed me on that one. <laughs> she found a job posting which detailed the responsibilities and expectations required of her. Right? Yeah. Before that, you had a business with a whole mission that it's been doing quite well. Right? No one gets hired by a job that hasn't started yet as a business, unless you start in a business yourself. Right? So you have a job in a department that's been ongoing or maybe even forming, but it's part of a, of, of a business that's been ongoing. That business has a mission statement. That business is doing well in pursuing that mission statement. And, and it's even yielding some profits or it's profitable, obviously, because they're paying you a salary, right? And now they have a job description where it details what their expectation is. And so much so, there's so much productivity from this business that the woman actually sees how she can benefit from being part of the team. So in the way that she's able to submit, she understands her role. She understands her responsibility and it fits her skill set. She's a fit for the business. They're a fit for her. She's a good cultural fit. That business has a culture. That business has a way of doing things. And so we want submission, but do we have a culture? Do we have a mission? Are we pursuing that mission? Are we profitable? And do we have an opportunity for this woman to come under our mission such that she can flourish being under our mission? When you find a woman who can do all of that, she's going to have a very easy time submitting to whatever it is you have for her, just like she does on her job. Gotcha. Thoughts. It was just curious. I was looking at some similar words. You, got, you know, you have submission mm -hmm. and some similar words to submission are yielding, capitulation, agreement. Agreement. Yes. Acceptance. Yes. Consent. I'm like, those aren't bad words, but they're similar words to submission. Right. And, and what we have to, we have to, some, some people define submission as slavery. Mm. And I'm sorry, Kanye, but slavery was not a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it was not a choice. And with submission, I'm not married, but submission, I don't see it as being something like just cut and dry black and white. Within a marriage, there are certain situations where it could be well the man submit in some I'm, situations. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. It's not just all the woman submitted. Sometimes it depends on the situation. She may be the better authority in some scenario. And like, okay, I'll let you take the lead on this. Well, again, you have some you have some supervisors on the job who take input from the employee. Yes. They're they're implementing the employee's idea if it's a smart leader. And I believe in servant leadership. So you're going to have that mm-hmm. as a servant leader. Now, you said something about submission going. The reason why I love some, I think submission is great. I, I'm a Christian. So I understand everyone isn't a Christian. I get that. But the reason why I think submission is is wonderful within a marriage dynamic is because the purpose of submission is to establish order in your household, in the marriage, because just from reading the scriptures, God blesses order. You think about the you think about the feeding of the five thousand. They had to have food. They grabbed the food. Jesus told the disciples, split the people up in groups, right? He blessed it, broke it, gave thanks. Then the miracle happened. But there had to be order that preceded before he could move. And most people in a marriage union want God to bless that union. There has to be order, which means there has to be submission in there. And so... Everyone has a role, just like everyone has a role on a team. Everyone has a role in, the, uh, in a department or a company. Everyone has a responsibility, right? But everyone is also submitted to something, to your point, Black. And in, the, and in this marriage dynamic, a woman is submitted to her husband. But that husband is submitted to God, which means he can't be a dictator and God bless this union. Mm. That would be disorder. Right. 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 There's scriptures that says if a husband doesn't dwell with his wife properly, his prayers won't be answered. So we're not talking about a woman being oppressed or slavery because as a husband, I want I want God's hand to bless whatever I'm doing in life, whether it's professionally, in my mind, spiritually, financially, whatever. If I can cut off my blessings for no other reason than I'm not relating to my wife properly. So I have to be submitted to God, right? I need submission just as much as she does. And when a woman sees, especially if she has a God consciousness, if she can see that you are submitted to God and that you are humble, you're meek, you're humble, right? You're submitting to his plans for the house. You, you have a vision. That woman feels safe with you. She trusts the God in you as a result. And so when you said that, that men submit to, you're darn right we submit. That's why we don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I got to submit because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And I think, I think with the times I look back to my personal, my life, bro, the times where my marriage was in flux 
is when I was not submitted to God. The time where my wife, you said your wife yeah. wanted to leave. My wife wanted to leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't the only one. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> I was not submitted to God. The moment I got my tail, myself together, which, what do you know? We, we moving now. Right. So trust me, we got to submit too. That's where your mission and your vision comes from. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why I think submission is such a beautiful thing. And I think we're paying attention to, to, to too many bad actors out there who don't understand the purpose of submission and are in disorder. And we have to find the right order, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay. Just my opinion. Now, you know, you may not be a Christian. You do what you do what you will. But I know for me, speaking in my personal life, man, Submission is important. Right. It's very important. And it's helped me. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Black. I got to go to church now. (laughs) You you were just in church. (laughs) Let me ask you this, because I'm going to be honest. I'm transparent because I, I understand that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Okay. Right. I'm not saying that this is the only way. But how I, what I'm seeing, and they alluded to this in the video, I don't know how submission works outside of marriage. Mm. I am not even well, going to sit. I don't know. Well, you gave an example of the job description. Well, are, I are think you mean those, in, in terms of a dating relationship, in terms of a dating relationship, gotcha. I don't know because you got to remember you're in covenant in a marriage. Mm. There's a covenant element there in a marriage that's not present in a dating relationship. Right. So I can't fully expect this woman to submit because there's no order with this. See, that's why marriage is such a safe thing because there's, there's framework there. There's an infrastructure there. There's order there in a dating relationship is where it gets muddy. Right. So I wanted to ask black. I wanted to ask black because black black is single. Black is out here. Not for real. But I want him out here. I want black to get out here and dating. Black, what is your expectation when it comes to this submission thing in a dating relationship? I guess I wouldn't expect submission in a dating relationship. I would. I would expect to see, I guess, elements or qualities in a woman that would be willing to be submissive in a relationship. And when I say submission, submissive, I don't mean completely beholden unto me. Sure. But just submission way you've described it. But I guess it would take quality, see those qualities there to know that I'm not like, I would want to invest my time in this relationship. That's a beautiful answer. That's good. Like that's that's a point I wanted to to bring out is in other words, you want to see if she's agreeable. Yeah, just like she would probably want to see if I have leadership qualities. Yeah. I want to see if she has the qualities of the what I'm looking for in a wife. That's good. So she's agreeable, she respects you. And I'm gonna respect her too. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think about that, Gatry? Well, how do you how do you test drive submission? Why you say test drive? Because I mean, I mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying it with a lot of extra flair to it. But like, 
Yeah, I be, I be, I agree and I believe submission is best or I guess rightfully enacted within the confines of a covenant. Yeah. But it's obviously important to men. But that woman in a dating relationship or courtship doesn't really have to submit to you. No. So, so how do you how do you test drive that? That's hard because I've heard a lot of women say like I will do right once I get married, not before. Right. And that's hard. But that goes back to your point. That goes back to your point about you're seeing if this woman has qualities. Mm-hmm. Because see what we're here's what's hurting women who say that. You're not getting married, sweetheart. He doesn't have to marry you then. He needs to see the quality. See, it's that's like me saying, I'm going to be a masculine leader. I'm going to be a man once I get married. But I'm going to exude feminine qualities throughout this relationship and you're going to love every waking minute of it. And you're going to you're going to you're going to accept my proposal and once we jump the broom, masculine I'm going to change. Man. I'm going to turn into masculine man. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of what women are saying. And what what I'm hearing you say is that I want to see I'm not see the you're you're dating to get to know each other. It's it should be light. And I think what happens in dating is we muddy the waters when we cohabitate, when we do all this we do stuff that married people do and it 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 adds extra layers to it and now you want the benefits of a marriage without being married. But what a, what as I'm trying to see as a guy is as a, if I'm dating a woman are you peaceful? Are you contentious with me? Are you agreeable? Are are you willing to work with me? Those are things I'm 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 trying to see while I'm dating you. That's how I'm evaluating the woman. You're not looking for submissive traits out of that woman while you're dating. I'm looking for the traits. I'm but, looking for the traits, but not not I'm, the whole gamut. I'm not expecting her to say, hey, I need you to do this, this, and this. This like, is your role in our dating relationship. Well, like, what is she willing to accept as I'm getting like, what is she willing to accept within a relationship? And what what's, it, what she feel her role would be like in our relationship? You know, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really of the mindset that I, I, I really feel like women could pick up on that. Pick up on what? Pick up on those leadership qualities. In a man, I, I really feel like they can. I think so. Why you think? I, why do you? Why you think you married now? She saw that man. Well, well I don't know. I know she did. Did she? She saw. Even dude, if I didn't see you, it. How did you describe yourself before you got married? You were doing a loose cannon, but you had your own house. No, you had your own. You were six. You were doing well. You were a good guy. You're a good guy. And with that, there's there's a lot of potential there to grow. She, again, like, I can work. I with think this. I've I've met your wife. Your wife has plenty of sense in that she knows that you're not going to have everything figured out day one, but you have enough good qualities to where y'all can grow together and build a life together as you've done over these past several years. Sure. Come right? on, Gad. Did you have, I don't know, but when you were in the church, did you take leadership roles within the church? Oh, yeah. Did you take leadership roles, roles at work? Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess those count. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't I mean don't beat yourself up too bad to where you're like there was no leader ever present in me. But well, no, no I, I just I just it's easy for me now to honestly compare the two. I, okay. I just totally screwed up that wall. It's okay. <laughs> I was looking like that's new. 
Anyway. <laughs> That's why I said you can't give black folks anything. Hilarious. Um, but no, I just assess it. And who knows? Maybe it's a maturation thing. It is. But, but a lot of the leadership qualities I'm beginning to be more intentional about forming, I feel like I should have had earlier in life. Well, you got to grow, we, man. I think we all can say that about ourselves, though. Okay. Right. We all can say that about ourselves. In fairness, be fair to yourself. Um, but, I mean, again, you're growing. We're growing. That's the whole purpose of this whole podcast is True. for us to grow. True. Um, but I love your answer about looking for qualities in a woman. And I think that's why, you remember I talked about getting premarital counseling before you get engaged? That puts a lot of yeah. that, especially if you find a good counselor. That, who that's can what give I was just about to say. Yeah, you got to find a good one. Just that's going to ask the right question. Don't, we, don't. We, went to, we went to two different ones, and we did a premarital course, like a 12-week course. And man, I mean, it's it's hard to prepare you for everything that's going to happen. Gonna know everything. So, so it's not fair to like shine a shine a dim light on these things. I mean, shop around like you shop for you know a new camera okay. and golf clubs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, talk to people, find out where people went. And for me, we we now we could have done a better job, even though we did have conversations about this. But you got books like 100 Questions to Ask Before You Marry. Oh yeah, you got. You know, exercises that you that talks about expectations. Like that was one of the the, oh, the courses we biggest terms. Expectations, and that if you do it right, you get to find out a lot about that person's upbringing, how their father was, how their mother was, and subconsciously that set their expectations. Especially like for me, my dad was a truck driver. That he he worked twelve hour days. He came home. He wasn't lifting. He wasn't doing much in the house. Blue collar guy. He tired and he got to get up in a few hours. So he's not really lifting much during the week. He comes home, eat, take a shower, talk to us for a little bit. He in bed. Rinse and repeat. Right. My mom was doing a lot of the domestic stuff in the house. Well, my wife is working. My mama started working once I was in school. But when I was young, she was at the house with us. So subconsciously, I had this expectation that if I don't check that, I'll come home and decompress like dad did. That ain't going to work with her. She working just as many hours and I'm not even working 12 hours. So that's why I think premarital is so important, you know, because y'all, you get to clear the air. You get to put all that out there and talk through that. A lot of that stuff we have to learn in the fire. So, yeah. Yeah. I, did y'all I, do I any conferences or anything like that? Yeah. You got you go to marriage I know conferences. Which ones not to go to. More on that later. Um <laughs> shots. I mean, we need a shots fire. You need to learn, you need to learn that button, Black. Um but anyway, uh any any more thoughts on on submission outside of marriage or what that looks like, or should we should men expect submission outside of marriage? I don't think they should expect it. I think it would be nice, but they shouldn't expect it. Black, I mean, get. I like I like your approach of maybe not expecting it, but identifying those qualities in that woman that translate that generally translate to submission. And and become your own business, become an enterprise, have a mission. 
You know, and that and it's this so Gatry, this man. challenges me, bro. And I love the fact that I believe my like part of my passion. I don't want to listen. If I ever like, I'm passionate about building up men, and that's what this platform has become. I get I feel a way when I hear women talk down on men. I really do. Yeah, I get defensive. But I'm also very critical of men. And that comes from a passion to see men be represented right and do well. And I think when I talk, my wife, I talk our ear off now about this podcast and about what we're doing. And so I just think it's important for us to find something that we're passionate about and something that we can make a mission out of. And so I think this podcast has been that for me. I don't know about you. I'm not oh, sure what your sure. passions are, but yeah. but I think it's it's cool for women to see us have a a reason to live and not going through the motions. It, it, it it's attractive and and like defeating the stigma as well. Yeah, because being lazy and right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not. I won't get into that. But yeah, <laughs> I, don't know you I was mean. about to get into stereotypes. Stereotypical black men are not having these conversations. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We thank you for tuning into the latest and greatest. You already know what to do, guys. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Also, guys, you can follow us on IG. That's the T-H-A, tipping point one word, on Instagram and Twitter. Please go out there and follow us, guys. We're putting out great content on the regular. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Guys, go in peace. Be safe out there. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. That guy over there is Ronnie Gatry. We are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.